Welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, hello, hello. Today's show is really important, especially with the news I just got today. The world we're living in has lots of obstacles. Not that I want to indulge, but it is hard. Like life is hard, life is relentless. And for those of us who have been perfectionists, who have gone for the gold star, who want the A plus thinking that once we get there, life will be so much easier. My friend, that is a lie. And there is no gold stars. (laughs) The A pluses don't really matter. And as a former educator, I can attest to that. And it's not about working so hard that one day, someday, we can actually enjoy it. There are times to work hard. And today I'm going to talk about what if it could be easy. And this is really important, especially in this world that we live in. Every year, I I keep thinking like, seriously, it can't be more ridiculous than it currently is, right? The circumstances that we are living through, it is mind-bottling. Now, as a kid, I think about growing up and I loved to read and would hear about stories. And I remember reading the, in fourth grade, the diary of Anne Frank, right? And while I've been fortunate and privileged enough not to have to have, you know, to hide because of my religious belief, I used to think that, wow, as long as we don't have bombs dropping on us or people aren't trying to, you know, get rid of people with certain religions, right? We'll be safe and okay. And what I'm seeing and what I think we've all been seeing is over the last, I don't even know when this started. I can't put a point to it. Well, maybe the last 10 years, there's been a process going on in place that really has been working towards taking away people's rights. So as we go through that, and as you're experiencing these hard things and these difficult things in your life, we have enough hard And there are things that are going to be hard that we have no control over. And that's why this show today is so important of what if it could be easy? When I originally wrote this show last week, I wasn't thinking of kind of interjecting, but of course, you know, I saw the news this morning, but I saw that. And then when I opened up to see, okay, what am I recording today? It was like, oh, this actually would help. We need to have ease to help us through these difficult times. So my invitation for you is to acknowledge it all. This is life, right? We've had this fairy tale of like, oh, once, once we get that gold star, once we get that A plus, once we get married, right? Whatever it is, then the fairy tale and we live happily ever after. My friends, it's the constant shit shows and we can have amazing lives, right? We can have our dreams and we can have hard things. And it's knowing when to work on the things that we need to overcome. And what are the things that can be easy? You know, growing up, swimming was my safety net. It was a safe place for me as a swim coach. When I first started, when I was 21 years old or 20 years old, I thought about 
wow, that was 30 years ago. It was my opportunity to teach life through the lens of swimming. And so often I fall back to it. And when I think about a practice, and so many of you may be thinking like when you watch the Olympics or you would watch Michael Phelps or Katie Ledecky, yes, swimming is a gruesome sport. Yes, it's a really a work hard, right? And really pushing the body to physical limits. But I can promise you, there is easy in the practice. There is warm up and there is warm down. There may be some easy swimming in between. Not everything is hard. And that is a great reminder for me when I can get in this, I just must work hard. I just must work hard. I just must work hard. No, there's different energy systems that we train in the sport of swimming. And in our life, we need to make sure that, yes, we have the hard, we have the easy, we have the fun. We must have different ingredients so that we can enjoy this one precious life that we have, right? I think about Mary Oliver's question of what are you going to do with this one precious life? It doesn't have to be all suffering and it doesn't have to be all hard. So my friend, let's think about this. Let's unpack this today. What if it could be easy? I invite you to take a look at your life. Do you find yourself working really hard? Do you believe it's only valuable if it's hard? And I get it. We can do hard things. In fact, in my kitchen, I have a sign next to the pantry that says, we can do hard things. Back in the day when I bought it, I think from barn owl primates. We'll put the link in the show notes. But when I bought it, it was a reminder that I can do hard things. And it was really important because back then I think I was still wanting that fairy tale. Like, okay, once, once I'm good enough, I won't have hard things anymore. (laughs) I am laughing with myself, right? Because that is a way to create tremendous pain and suffering for myself. There will be hard things. I continue to think about the last two years and I use a Chemex to make my coffee and I needed filters. And earlier in the week I had gone and gotten beans and they didn't have it. So this morning I was talking to the barista and I asked and she said, oh, there's a supply chain issue, right? For my filters, for my Chemex, that is where we are these days, right? Supply chain issues. And I was walking to the other coffee shop this morning to get them. I was like, wow, pre-COVID, we didn't have supply chain issues. We didn't tolerate them as a consumer and we didn't have them. And here is something I mean, it's not hard. Like I had to walk to a different block and I had the time this morning to go do it. But it's one of these obstacles that we're constantly facing. Okay. So while I wanted that sign to remind me that, oh, I can do hard things. Here's another important thing. And this context is really important. Just because I can doesn't mean I always have to. And it doesn't mean it's necessary. Just because you can do hard things doesn't mean you always have to and doesn't mean it's necessary. Or I'm going to use this word that I really work at not having in my vocabulary, but we do this a lot to ourselves. We should on ourselves just because it's hard or because it's happening doesn't mean you should do always do hard things. 
right? Like I should do hard things. I'm capable of doing hard things. So I should do hard things. That's a judgment. That's like a double judgment. Like I must struggle. I must overcome. We can also have some ease, right? So I have the sign. I still love the sign. I'm not taking it down. I love words. It's a great reminder. And what if it could be easy? So I have been practicing this now, I don't know, two or three years, like asking myself like, okay, what if it could be easy? Not everything is supposed to be hard. It's just like what I was talking about in that workout. You know, I remember when my husband had an Olympian make the team and everybody kept asking like, oh, he must train like six or eight hours a day. And I was like, well, no, he trains like two or three hours. The intensity was really intense when he was there. And then when he stepped away, he didn't do much, right? Because he had so much intensity. But I can tell you this, even in a two hour practice, there was still the easy warm up. There was still the easy warm down. And there was easy swimming or moderate swimming throughout because we use different, we call them gears. So if you can be a high performer like that and make the Olympic team in a sport where swimming, that is the top of our game, right? We're really good in swimming in the United States. If we can do that there and be a high performer, we can be high performers in our own lives and do easy. Not everything has to be hard to be valuable. Easy is really important as well. When I first met my husband or was when I was first with him in the 90s, he had the saying and it got so adopted that a parent made a sign and framed it. And I have no idea where it is. Thank goodness. But it said, Motokaitises are rough, tough, hard to bluff and used to hardship. That's a great motto, especially when you're wanting to cultivate resilience. Here's the thing. Like I've got resilience in my bones. <laughs> And one of the things that's really important is that our strengths can be also become our weaknesses. And so going with this rough, tough, hard to bluff and used to hardship, I could be seeking out constant hardship and only having that and really dialing that up, but not having those other ingredients. So one of the things over probably the last 15 years I've really worked on letting go of is, yes, we're rough and tough and we're used to hardship and all of that. That doesn't need to be the only identity, right? And like I said, the last few years, it's been about, hey, what if it could be easy? It doesn't mean I need to take shortcuts. It doesn't mean that I go against my own integrity. But what are the things that could be easy? Because when I hold on to motokaitises are rough, tough, hard to bluff, and used to hardship. That's the thought that Byron Katie calls the prison walls of our life, right? It's like I lose so much other perspective. And let me tell you, that's one hell of a prison wall, right? Rough, tough, used to hardship. It's like then, and then I wonder why, like, how come there's so much hardship? Well, I'm seeking out the hardship as well. I kept looking for it. So the question I have for you is, does it always have to be hard? We can create systems. And sometimes when we're learning new things, it can be hard because we're learning it. All our maybe anxiety or fear or vulnerabilities coming up. 
So that's adding some dirty pain to already a new situation. And as we're building a new skill set, but over time, it can be easy. I think about when we were learning how to drive a car, right? And how scary it was to go five miles an hour or to make the right hand turn. And it was hard. And that is something that, you know, is so much in my bones now. I don't think about every little step I need to take to get across town in terms of how do I navigate the car? Because I've practiced it so much, right? And then for those of you that are teaching your kids how to drive, (laughs) that is really hard, (laughs) right? And then over time, it becomes easy. Like I have two daughters who are great drivers and I'm more than happy them to drive me around. When they were learning, I'd be like, um, we need to move to the left a bit because they felt like they were still on their bikes riding in the bike lane and instead of knowing they're on the left side of the car. So what if it could be easy? There are things that could be hard and there are things that could be easy. And remember, this is also really important in life, there are ups and downs, right? I think we get lied to of this live happily ever after. Once you graduate from college, everything will be so much easier. Holy smokes. You know, once you get pregnant, it will be easier. Once you have your baby, it'll get easier. Once your kids go to elementary school, it will be easier. A lot of my friends who are adulting or clients who are adulting or parenting adult kids, children, They're like, holy moly, this is hard, right? Because the parent-child relationship, the parent-adult-child relationship is different than what we may have experienced when we grew up, right? So we think that there's this like finish line and once we get there, we get to rest. And that is a big myth. So that goes back to what if it could be easy or what can we make easy so that we have the resilience, so that we have the energy, so that we have the wherewithal to get through the heart. Remember, life, there are ups and downs. It's not one or the other. Oh, there's some people that have these ups and I'm the one that has my downs, right? Everybody has ups and downs. Everybody has a story that would break your heart. They may not share it with you, but they have a story, right? And what we can see on the outside may be very different than what that's going on on the inside or what maybe you've earned a right to hear. So know that we have all have our ups and downs. There's hard times and there's easy times and we need to make sure we celebrate those easy times or allow them and all the stuff in between. Notice if you're doing it hard because that has become part of your identity. Remember when I talked about like my family's mantra, right? If you're doing it as part of your identity, someone who does hard things. Yes, you can be someone who does hard things and you can be someone who does easy things. So when you notice you're doing something hard, ask yourself, does it need to be hard? When I was thinking about this show, I had this habit of, I really like to overcome challenges, go figure. And when I used to teach at the college and I'd be putting together a course or writing the curriculum and, and then I'd really like to develop a system because I'd like to have a system that supports me. And I didn't realize what I was doing, but now I can look back and have things in place so that I can be efficient and productive. 
right? And so I would get all the work done. And then once I started to, and I was one of the first online health educators in the state of California. And once I got that whole course built online in the early 2000s, and I had the system in place, and I'd done it for a few times, and then I grew the class. It was one of the biggest classes, and I grew it. And then what I noticed is I got bored. I'm like, well, it's really easy. And then I started discounting it like it doesn't really count because it's so easy. There was all this work that I had done to get it to that way. And then I got bored. So then because of this identity that I had, I looked for other hard things and wanted to kick that to the curb, right? We can enjoy the things that are easy. It gives us the space to grow other hard things. It gives us the space to enjoy our life, right? I have other systems in place where there are certain ways that I do things. And sometimes I think, oh, well, this is ridiculous. I've been doing it for a really long time this way. I should do it a different way. Notice the should, right? And then I go and try to recreate the wheel. And I'm like, but wait a second. This is the way that I do it. And it works. Does it really need to be changed? Or was I changing it because I thought it should be hard? And it had become easy because I had a framework that supported me. I use framework and systems the same. So ask yourself, does it need to be hard? Going back to swimming, one of the things that happens is like the novice swimmers, the newbies, they usually know two speeds, right? Hard and easy. And I'm going to say hard because it's not even fast. It's like, it's hard. They're going to work really, really hard to get across the pool, right? That Olympian will get across the pool and it'll be so easy and smooth because they're so efficient. What happens is that as the kids develop and they become, you know, they grow and they learn, they learn that they have different gears and the better swimmers have more gears, right? Than the newbies do. The newbies have hard and easy right? Or hard and maybe not drowning, right? They're just keeping their head above water. And I remember I had this swimmer who I'd known as an age grouper swam with me at the college. And I think she was like 29 and a speech therapist. And we were having lunch. This is probably like eight years ago. And she said, Corinne, I didn't understand when I swam for you in college, what you meant by gears, but I get it now, right? We have these different gears. We have different gears in life. So you may not see the different contextual layers, which is another way to think of gears. But remember, it can be hard. It can be easy. It can be in between. My invitation for you is the next time you find yourself doing hard things, I invite you to check in with yourself. Ask yourself questions. Why is it hard? If you notice the word should, well, you should make it hard. It's just that way we do hard things. There's certain professions where it's definitely identified with that, like we're supposed to do hard things. And then challenge yourself. What if it can be easy? What would that look like? And then you go and you test it out. There are certain things that, yes, they're going to be hard. And there can be things easy and all in between. And when you can do that, you can allow yourself to have different ingredients into your life so that we can enjoy our lives, so that we can nourish ourselves and we can create the lives that we're all desiring in this incredible, precious life that we have. All right, my friend, I'm smelling big for you. 
Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes and that will ensure you that you never miss a show and you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. I'm smiling big for you. She is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.